and welcome to How to Deal When the Shit Gets Real podcast. I'm Rietta. And I'm Connie, and we are two compatibly minded cousins. Ooh, she's I getting- don't I don't know. I tried. Two crazy cousins, whatever. Two all the above but, cousins. But we're talking about compatibility today. Thus trying to change the nickname every time. So why not? So we're not stuck with the crazy cousins nickname forever. Well, I mean, our whole family is crazy. I don't, I don't think we can just say, oh, yeah, we're crazy. <laughs> we can pretend we're not, right? <laughs> I like to think I'm normal on occasion. Not very often. But or at least less so than they are. Yes, exactly. So, compatibility. The reason why we are bringing this up today is we have talked about it. We've talked about some couples we know who were like, "Mm, are you compatible? You guys are very different people. So, you know, what is compatibility? My first gut reaction was that it's basically, do you have enough things in common and enough things not in common? Like it has to be the correct balance of commonality and not so much. Yes, and we also looked up, you know, the proper definition for y'all. Just And I love the proper definition, guys. I'm just, just saying. Yeah, and we also wanted to be accurate. So according to good old Google, it is the <laughs> capability of existing or living together in harmony, which is what Connie liked, the harmony part. Living in harmony, that's what we all wish for, and how often does it really happen? <laughs> we're, we're taking it back to the 70s, you know. Exactly. Is that that a seventies thing? Sure. Why not? Well, you know, it was nothing but love. You know, love and peace. Love and, and peace and harmony, bro. Yeah. Oh yeah. I like the story of my one friend. She was having guy troubles. I'm like, should I break up with this dude or not? Like, crossed some boundaries that I have, and she hasn't been in a lot of longer relationships. For me, it's you to decide, can I live with this? Is this just too much or is it okay? Like I can deal with it. That's what you have. You pull apart every converse, especially when, I mean, they're newer together. They were like only together for like three months and him sending her vitamins. She was just like, no, absolutely not. This is weird. You don't know me well enough. Why are you sending me some personal vitamins? It just freaked her out. And I told her, I'm like, you have to decide whether, is it really creepy or is it sweet that this guy is trying to make sure you're healthy? I mean, it's different, but it's up to you. I mean, of all things too. It's strange, right? Like vitamins. There's a lot of things you could send somebody and Vitamins seems like an interesting I, option. The reason why he sent vitamins, though, is because she was saying, like, oh, I feel like I'm missing some vitamins in my diet. So then literally the next day, there were vitamins at her door. It was, like, oh, okay. Well, I feel like that's kind of sweet then because it shows that he was listening to what she was telling him. And he was like, okay, well, she's saying this. I'll get her some vitamins and maybe she'll feel better. And she was like, we've only been dating a few months. What the hell is your problem? Well, uh, I don't think I agree with her there. I mean, if he just bought her vitamins willy-nilly out of the blue with no sort of 
I know. Leading, but with her talking to him about it and being open with him about it, she kind of opened the door for him to be like, well, I'm going to try to help and buy, you know, and vitamins aren't expensive. Yeah. Well, she's a very independently mind person. She doesn't like people for dating wise. She has a guy pay once and then she'll pay once. She kind of alternates. She doesn't like to put all of the burden on a guy. Mm -hmm. And I think also, I think it creeped her out that I, I don't know for sure, but I don't think she ever gave him her address. She was like, how did you even get my address? This is kind of weird. Oh, well then that is a little creepy. I would think after three months though. though. Yeah. Well, yeah, of course you don't know the full story. And I would think after three months that he would probably know where she lives. I mean, well, it was only, he sent the vitamins within the first or second month in her mind. It was that plus he was very over overwhelming well yeah that's the need for attention because she's not an attention person she's like no no please give me space i've been single for too long and i like doing things the way i do things that's not only just on him though that's on her and that goes back to compatibility like they're gonna work out or not which is what one reason i think things have changed you know people used to always get married before they live together and i feel like people are kind of changing it and living together before they get married to see if they truly are fully compatible before mm-hmm. getting married and i think that helps in my opinion i don't know i don't know if the, i have not i don't look the divorce rates up <laughs> I don't know if they've gone up or gone down since my generation has started getting married or not. I think the divorce rate has gone down from the last that I've seen. People are getting married later. People are waiting. But, you know, yeah, I haven't looked it up recently. And that's not even necessarily a good picture of accuracy. Yeah, accuracy and compatibility. So I just know if you think about, like, grandma, grandma's really proud that none of us have really lived together. I mean, not really before we got married. I mean, you and Tom kind of did. Yeah. But a hundred percent did. But for the (laughs) most part, you know, her generation, that was never happening. I actually talked to her. When did I talk to her? Just a couple days ago. And she was telling me about one of our cousins that isn't married and how he called and told her that he is buying a house with his girlfriend. And that was her first comment. She's like, I don't know if they're getting married, but apparently they're buying a house. And this, that this is just not a good idea. I mean, hey. But that's her generation. It's different. Well, also, I think living together versus buying a place together and not getting married, I think those are two different animals. Because because renting a place, you're renting. There's no fear of fiscal loss. But if you're not married and buying a house, whose name is it under? Because guess who's going to get the money if the house is sold and you guys don't work out? It's hard to like split up the assets. Yeah, Yeah, it gets a lot hairier and the courts aren't going to help you because they, you know, they're not going to try and pick apart a relationship to figure out who gets what. And I guess they're not only just buying a house together, they're having it built. It's being built. Damn. So, I mean, no judgments here to each their own. I'm just, it just cracked me up that grandma was like, I don't know about this. I would have to say, I don't know about this, but also that the person who called grandma, I mean, they're very 
they don't share a lot of details. Yeah. Like we don't know if they've been living in an apartment. They don't, we don't know if they're planning on getting married. You know what I mean? They could just be buying a house, getting it built and then having, having a wedding, or maybe they're just going to go off to Vegas because seriously, this person definitely would just go off to Vegas, get married and be done. Yeah. Or maybe they're just going to do the common law thing. They're just going to live with each other and be long-term boyfriend, girlfriend, or whatever you want to call it. And that's good enough for them because some people don't want to get married. And that's compatibility. You have to decide whether what you want and what the other person wants and if that drives together or not. Yes. Like I could definitely see if you're a person who didn't want to be married and the other person did, like that could be a really large compatibility issue. Yes. As long as they're on the same page and they're fine buying a house and living together, then good for them. Good for them. Yeah. I personally, when Kyle and I first got back together and he wanted me to come out to California, there is no way that I would have moved that far without at least being engaged, without the promise of being married. I'm not going to uproot my entire life on a whim that it might work out. Because that just to me is too much of a gamble. That in my opinion, obviously other people are going to feel differently. But to me, if we broke up, then now I'm also in a state that I know nothing about, that I'm without my family, you know, and it just, it becomes too hairy for me. It, like you said, it's too much of a risk. You definitely then don't want to go to California and then be basically homeless. Yeah, exactly. Or, you know, whatever might happen. It's just too far. I mean, moving a couple cities away or whatever is one thing, but to go that far, if you want me to go that far and to make that kind of commitment to you, then you need to make that kind of permanent commitment to me so that I know that this is legit and I'm not just going to move out there and six months later, you're going to be like, eh, just kidding. I'm done. Well, and, and marriage itself gives you a lot of protections. Yes. But I mean, again, it's all about compatibility because there are some people who would just be like, I'm moving, whatever. Like, especially I think my generation is more of a, well, can't find a job here. Let's go somewhere else or follow your dreams type of uh, deal. And maybe I'll make it. Maybe I won't, but I'll figure it out. You know, I'm not that way, but I know at least that's how people in my generation seem to me. I'd be more like that if I never got married and didn't have a kid. I'd be cool traveling and bouncing around, especially if I could be successful at writing, you know, you could do that anywhere. I would go to Ireland and go here and, you know, why the hell not? I know. That's what makes me so mad about my job now. Like, I wish I had this job working remotely when I was younger. I would have gone everywhere, anywhere. Yeah, yeah. But alas, that is not how the cookie crumbled, but hopefully there'll be more traveling in the future because I can work remotely. Yeah, so there will be. you never know. You never know. That also makes me think of, well, Kyle, anyway, my husband. When I first met him, my original thought when I first met him was I was not interested because it was not, he's not somebody that I normally would have picked, I guess would be the word, or chosen or gave a second look to. And it's kind of funny because now, well, it is funny because now we're married. And if I didn't listen to my girlfriend who was like, Hey, you know, he likes you. Why don't you give it a try? And I wasn't just, ew, no, I don't. He's not the kind of person I date. You know, if I didn't take that try, who the hell knows where I would be now? So it's kind of funny. Sometimes what you think you're compatible with might not necessarily be what you're compatible with and what you think isn't might actually be. 
Oh, I, it's 100% the same with me and Tom for a couple of reasons. One was I used to date tall, nerdy dudes. Tom is definitely tall. He is a little nerdy, but he's like more like an athletic buff dude, not emo nerdy type that I used to like in high school, which I now love. <laughs> about him. I'm like, oh, I'm glad you're not. (laughs) And also at the same time, and I guess this is also a warning for other people that don't listen to what other people tell you because I had the opposite of Rietta. I had people telling me, no, Tom is, you know, just like a person you hate, you know, he's gonna, he's abusive. But in reality, they only know these funny stories I tell them. Or when I'm mad, I only tell them the stories. I'm like, yeah, I'm really pissed off at him today, Mm -hmm. you know, but they don't see the stuff that happens behind the scenes. Which nobody does, you know, only you are going to see that. Exactly. I did at a, at a point when somebody was telling me, oh, you know, he's just like that person you don't like, mm-hmm. just like it. And that scared me enough to actually break up with him for a week. And, and then we got back together because I'm a sucker for my ginger. <laughs> <laughs> the same kind of thing did happen because actually the same friend that told me to give him a chance and then we finally started dating and then, you know, we got into it deep and fell in love and all that stuff eventually was like oh you're changing you need to break up with him and it was the same thing I was like oh okay and I broke up with him and it lasted the same maybe a week and I was like what am I doing (laughs) exactly I was like what am I doing like it it got to a point where this is based me up is I was Facebook stalking him and I was nope he is not allowed to meet another person that could be awesome absolutely not (laughs) (laughs) that's what I was no no mm, nope no he cannot be out with other people besides me we had a lot more back and forth but it's all right we ended up here eventually so it's all our compatibility brought us back together (laughs) as long as it works out in the end I mean hey we've had plenty of uh bad fights so I mean I mean break up a bunch of times but we first certainly had it out a few times oh everybody does but we've talked about you know, fighting and all that before. And Connie and I did look up too before we got on here just for fun because we don't know how, you know, they're not really all that accurate. But a lot of people, when they talk about compatibility, talk about the Zodiac signs and if your Zodiac is compatible or not. And Connie's was what? Super low. 50. I was like (laughs) 50-50. So this is a 50-50 chance. Either me and Tom are really going to work out or really going to (laughs) fail. Which I'm pretty sure they're already past 50-50 at this point. And I would hope. Kyle Almost and I, years. yeah, see, there you go. And Kyle and I were at 70%. So I guess we're, we're doing pretty all right then. So, well, and then, I mean, some are, some of these compatibility Zodiac charts, some of them, it's just a heart. If you're compatible, if you look at that, then we're both compatible with our significant others. Yeah. Like some of them are not very accurate it's a heart if you are and it is a dotted line if you are not who decided where the hearts went and where the dotted lines went we need to get somebody on here to talk about zodiac because i don't really get it i don't understand mercury ascending or any of that i don't understand it so it's fine yeah, I don't, we, neither of us really understood it, but we figured we needed to add it because compatibility and Zodiac, when you Google it, a lot of the first things that come up are 
zodiacs, you know, the first few articles, that's what it's talking about. Like, is your zodiac compatible with your boyfriend or husband or whatever? And I also made a joke, or and I'm, I guess I'm going to make the joke now. Might as that, well. You know, if you're not sure, you just take a zodiac compatibility test. No problem. You can just have them make the decision for you if you're indecisive. <laughs> Why not? Just don't when you go out to the bar and you're trying to meet somebody or wherever you go. I don't know where people go anymore, so I'm sorry. Online. Online, whatever. Sorry. Don't just let your first question be, what is your zodiac? Because you're going to freak people out and don't nix people just because of their zodiac. Well, and the opposite happens as well. Yes. Where people are like, oh, you, you're into the zodiac symbols? Ooh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, of course, per usual, we're not hating on the people that do believe in zodiac symbols. We're just- Hey, I got a couple of friends that are, like, super into it. I'll bring them on, and they'll tell me all about it because I know nothing. Yeah, that's the thing. We don't really – we're just going off of Google and – what we know and we're just having our, fun about compatibility yeah and just what we know off of our relationships with our zodiacs <laughs> yeah exactly so rietta do opposites attract do you consider you and kyle opposites what do you think you know in college i would have said yes because in college we were very different people i was more of the go out have fun hang out with my friends go to the bars very outgoing, liked to be with people, and he was the opposite. Didn't drink, didn't go out, was very quiet, very reserved, super athletic. Not that I wasn't athletic, but just we were very different. Now, I don't feel we're as different. We still, of course, have differences because nobody's ever going to be totally- 100% yeah, the same. 100%. That would be creepy. <laughs> yes, that would be- very creepy. But I definitely think we do have a lot of similar likes. So I wouldn't necessarily call us opposites attract. That I think that's why in college I was like, I can't date that guy. He doesn't go out. He doesn't party. He doesn't know how to have fun. He just studies and sits in his dorm. Like, who does that? <laughs> <laughs> and now you've grown up, you're like, yeah, I'd like to stay home. <laughs> And not to sound conceited or anything, but once I found out he was really muscular, I was like, damn, I could have really missed out. <laughs> You're like, all right. That's exactly what I'm saying with me and Tom. I'm like, all right, muscular, I like. Yeah. as I liked it until I had it. I know. Like, I found out he was triple gymnast, college gymnast. I was like, ooh, ooh, okay. That sounds like fun. <laughs> You look like fun. Hey. <laughs> hey. Yeah. So I definitely think we're more compatible now. And actually, we probably were compatible then. It just seemed like on the surface, just going based off, you know, I didn't really know him then. Just going based what I, if I didn't really know, we felt like very big opposites. But when it came down to it, we actually got to know each other. We're really, we're really pretty similar in a lot of ways. I mean, there's definitely things that I like. He makes fun of me all the time. I grew up on the south side of Chicago. Like, I like rap music. And if he gets in the car and the rap music is on, he's like, you're being your thug self today. Like, he's not about rap at all. I love it. I love that he's making fun of you for it, though. Oh, yeah. He makes fun of me hardcore. He's like, you know you're white, right? And I'm like, shut up. That doesn't have anything to do with it. I am Kyle, and that's Tom. Tom is definitely all about the rap. And I'm like, what are you doing? 
You're a flight. <laughs> you know that, right? You should be listening. You want a big old truck. You, you're in a union. I believe you should be listening to country music. Your whole outfit, you're wearing plaid. You should, you should be listening to country. This is a very interesting mix for me to see visual. See, I could go from country to rap, no problem, and like listen to both of them. So I could do everything. But anywho, so I. I just are you and Tom opposites? I think the same goes for me and Tom. We were very different when we first met and we still are in some fundamental ways because we grew up in in two different households. Yes, both middle class, but my parents were always telling me, you need a four-year degree. You need a four-year degree. So Mm -hmm. I got one and I was always trying to push Tom into a four-year degree. It was not something that was told that he was told was necessary. Yeah. He really didn't. He, he was not nurtured in that way to be yeah no I need a four-year degree and all that he was kind of just cool working at like warehouse jobs until I came along and was like dude you need to find a career path even if it's not college even if it's in a union and lo and behold now he's in a union that was one to me when we were first dating that was the bigger difference and I know that's not a normal thing you're what? You were considering yourself different? But it was because he was just, I'm a high school dropout. I don't care. That's very different from a person who graduated from high school, went to college, got good grades, got a degree. Like it's very different. I came from a different background in my opinion. And then we liked some of the same things, but we also liked a lot of the same things. And I feel like For both of us, both me and Tom and you and Kyle, we've all just kind of grown together. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because when we were basically poor and living at his mom's house, we were not into cooking. We didn't talk about remodeling and a house and all that kind of stuff. But when we got our own kitchen, we cooked together now. You know, we've gotten more interests together as we've grown yeah as people and you're not just young out of college with stars in your eyes like I'm gonna get an amazing job and it's gonna be great I've always loved sports and Kyle obviously has too but it's become kind of a fun way for us to poke at each other not even just because we both do like it but it also kind of amps it up even more. And then we don't always like the same team. So it can become this fun bickering. Oh, you like the Cubs? Ew. No, White Sox all the way. <laughs> yeah, exactly. We only yeah. agree on one team, so. <laughs> Blackhawks? Yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> Me and Tom are both not into sports except for the Blackhawks. How like, could you all- not like the Blackhawks? Basically. <laughs> and, and we've also, through basically getting to know each other have realized how much more we have in common than Mm -hmm. when we did at the start because oh we started realizing like yeah we both like hiking and outdoors and stuff like we don't get to go and we should go more often but life's been a little bit crazy what else I had pulled up a little flow chart I guess if you will yeah it would be a flow chart that shows differences between compatibility and incompatibility and it's pretty genuine information about how and we've even talked about some of this when we talked about the pillars of the relationships that you know one of the main things of being compatible is having good communication between each other you know if you have lack of communication you're not talking that's going to be your breakdown at the very basic part of the relationship 
Because if you can't even talk to each other, then how the hell are you going to be compatible in any other way if you can't even communicate? Okay, so we're talking about compatibility and living in harmony. So say if your significant other does something that it's like, oh, that just fucking gets on my nerves. Yes. Can you stop? If you don't communicate that, you're just going to build the anger. Yeah, you build like anger. You have to at least say, hey, what if, could you just stop making those noises or, or being messy or whatever it is? You, you have to communicate that or else you're just going to get upset. Yeah, you're going to get angry. And then it also creates a feeling of detachment. You know, you're, you're not on the same level. You're not understanding each other. And it makes you feel very detached from each other. And then, of course, then it kind of leads to an isolation where you're like, okay, I'm on this island by myself fighting for them to pick up their underwear off the floor, which obviously this is just an example and they're not listening. So alrighty then. Yep. Where if you are listening, it creates a feeling of mutual respect and appreciation for each other. And then you can be very honest and have open communication. And then you can live in harmony. Yes. Bringing it back to the the first sentence. <laughs> Isn't it funny though how it all kind of comes back? Because obviously we talked about communication a lot as one of our main pillars of a relationship, but see how it even plays in now to being compatible with somebody. Well, I mean, and even in some of the other topics that we've talked about where, okay, like don't get upset, talk to each other, the anger one, like that's mm-hmm. communicate. A lot of things are communication. This podcast communication. <laughs> that's all this podcast is, is rambling communication. No, I'm just kidding. And we I'm only sorry. ramble a little. A we lot. try it. A little bit of a lot. Well, what would make two people compatible or not compatible? Would it just be the communication thing? Would it be... I guess that's really up to the person. Yeah. Well, I feel like personally, I think the communication is just the start of it. If you don't have the base of it, the house is going to fall down. So the, what do you call it? Help me here. Foundation. There you go. The foundation would be communication. You know, that's where you start. And as long as you guys can talk and get along, then you can build up from there. And yeah, the compatibility is going to vary from person to person. Something that makes Kyle and I compatible will not make Connie and Tom compatible. Exactly. And I still do think, thinking back to like the first little story I had for y'all. Yes, I went Southern there. Anyway, (laughs) (laughs) it's also whether you can deal with a person's flaws, because sometimes the compatibility boils down to, you know, he just does these things that I just can't stand. And, you know, you have to decide whether you can deal with it, if you can talk it out, whatever, you know what I mean, to get this issue resolved or break up. I've had so many friends that whether they're coming to me because they're not compatible or they're coming to me just to say like, hey, how do you make Kyle do this? And I'm like, I don't make Kyle do anything. He does things because he wants to because we are in this relationship together. and. If we don't work together, then we are not going to live in harmony. But in general, do you think opposites attract? Or I am, I guess we already talked about that, and it's kind of a give or take on your relationship. I'm sure opposites do attract because you can be opposites in ways that it works out. I hate doing the dishes, but Tom does them for me. That kind of works out, you know? Yeah. I, I mean, I'm sure that there are opposites that do that are attracted to each other that just don't work out in the end. I feel like that's too much of a blanket statement, you know, to make, just to say that opposites don't attract because there's so many 
parts that play into that. Oh, for sure. Even if you necessarily are opposites in a lot of ways, can, maybe you still are compatible. You can, because compatibility doesn't say that you have to have the same interests. It just says it's that you're living have, in harmony. Yeah, it just says that you have to live in harmony, which you absolutely can do, even if you are opposites. And like you said, you know, you don't like doing the dishes, but Tom does, and that makes for harmonic living. I like to cook. Kyle likes to cook. We rotate. It's great. And it can be a lot of things. So I just feel like that's too much of a blanket statement to say, like, oh, opposite. Yes or no, right? Yeah, there's no yes or no. There's it's too there's too much gray area. Oh yeah, opposites could attract because they still live in harmony. I remember what you were talking about. You're talking about friends coming to you and whether mm. they compa- about compatibility. Yeah, that's all right. We're far enough past it now. <laughs> oh, okay, cool. I was hoping you had like other thoughts because oh. I like other thoughts. You know, they asked me what I do to get Kyle to do things. If he wasn't doing them, like, I don't make Kyle do anything because he is a part of this house. He participates, and I don't have to ask him to pick his underwear up off the floor because he He's does it. He's a adult. Yeah, he does it because he knows that's a part of living here, and I'm not his mother. I'm not his mother. I'm not his maid. I'm not here to pick up after him. And mm-hmm. that also shows a lack of communication or or disrespect. I mean, one or the other where the person yeah. either just doesn't care how you feel or they don't know how you feel because you haven't said or whatever. I mean, actually, there could be a lot of things of why they aren't doing it. Maybe they're lazy. Maybe they've overworked. Mm-hmm. I mean, who knows? But I don't make Kyle do anything. That was the only main exactly. point. He does what he wants to do as a part of this household for us to live in harmony. I actually had a friend. because So you know how on occasion, if anybody's ever gone to Tom's Instagram, when he vacuums, he then takes photos of the lines in the carpet because he is all about it. And it is just, like, just the, like when he mows the grass, he takes pictures yes. of the le- grass lines. Yeah. He, he loves lines. <laughs> He's all about the clean lines. And anyway, I had somebody ask, how did you get him to vacuum? my significant other doesn't even know where the vacuum is. I was like, oh, no, no, no. Not only does he know how to vacuum, he says that the vacuum we got as a Christmas gift is his gift and that my mom likes him more. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) He is really, he's possessive over the vacuum. It is his vacuum. It is not our vacuum. It is his. See, and that's just another example of showing the differences of people. Tom likes to vacuum, but maybe somebody else doesn't. But instead of liking to vacuum, maybe they like doing the laundry. So it's and I guess that's and I guess that's what advice I should have given that person. But I was just kind of listening to them, bitch. Yeah. Yeah. And really the advice should have been, well, you know, find out the things that your partner likes to do for the household mm-hmm. and have them do that and you do the rest don't make them do anything because yeah that's why you're gonna fight or the other person's gonna be pissy i have another friend that if she makes her significant other clean he gets pissy yeah I'm like well that's not any fun like who wants to just live with a guy who's just pissed off all the time that's for sure not fun yeah, and, and like I said previously, I don't make Kyle do anything. I don't, I mean, I'll ask him if I need help, if, I'm, if I need an extra set of hands or whatever, but I don't really have to ask him to do much because as a member of the household and because we've been married almost 10 years, we kind of know what each other needs. You know, if I say, I'm tired, he'll go, okay, I'll cook tonight, and I I didn't even have to ask him. He just takes my cue of, oh, I'm tired. It's been a long day. I don't, 
I'm worn out. I just don't want to do anything. Then he'll take that as a cue. Okay, well then I'll cook dinner tonight. So you don't have to, and I don't have to be, you have to cook dinner. You know, it's, you're, you're not in a mother child relationship, a mother made relationship. You are two humans that can communicate with each other. And of course you can ask for help, but you never should have to tell somebody to do something like pick up your underwear, do this, take out the garbage. They should do that because they want to. Mm -hmm. And what Tom says to me all the time is that we're a partnership. This is not a dictatorship or anything like that. We are partners. So for instance, and I always, God damn, I'm lucky when we're getting ready for parties or having people over, Tom does his share and he knows what he does. He knows that, yeah, he normally is like the vacuum guy. He Mm -hmm. vacuums everything. He straightens everything out. He'll spray some Febreze. He'll possibly clean the kitchen. It it depends. We trade off on that one. I don't know. I I, I just have heard from other friends bitching about like, oh yeah, I don't really like having people over because then I have to do all the cleaning and I don't get any help. I'm like, oh no, no, no. Tom is equally helping me prepare a house for guests. And I feel like that comes back to respect, which is also a part of compatibility and communication. When you marry somebody, it's because you have a mutual respect for each other. And when you're going to have a party, it's your guys' house. Out of respect, you help each other, you know? And out of respect, you don't leave your underwear on the floor because it's not somebody else's job to pick up your dirty underwear. I know we keep going back to the underwear, but it's just an easy example. Kyle, when he goes out into the field or like they have to get OC sprayed, high powered pepper spray that the military uses. They have Jesus. to get they have to get that every once in a while as part of their training. And when he does that, he well, it's different in this house, but in our previous house, he would come in our washer and dryer was in the garage. He'd come in the garage, close the garage door, strip completely down, put everything into the washer because he didn't even want me to have to touch it with that OC spray on it. Because if I touch it and then I touch myself, it's going to end up on me. So he just straight in the washer so I don't even have to deal with it and that is just respect for your partner I also have to say that yes you have respect for your partner but yeah it is also okay and it happens where again with the underwear uh where (laughs) you forget to put pick up your underwear and it's really not that big of a deal it happens that doesn't mean oh he's disrespecting me and I have to like punish him or something you could just give him like a little reminder like hey we have a laundry bin you throw it in the laundry bin people aren't uh, what I'm trying to say is people aren't 100% perfect there might be laundry on your floor it happens oh yeah obviously we're talking more in a scenario where it's become a habit of course it happens where you're in a rush one morning and you leave your wet towel on the floor and then your husband comes home and is like, ew, why is there a wet towel on the floor? And you come home and you're like, God, I'm so sorry. I was 20 minutes late this morning. I thought I I hung it up. Problem. I didn't, (laughs) you know, whatever, just as an example. So yes, no, we're not saying anybody's perfect. Everybody just wanted everybody. I I just wanted to tell everybody that, you know, yeah, this is more in a Rihanna isn't living with the perfect guy guys. I'm just saying absolutely none of us are perfect. And I'm not, I'm not, Either. I, I'm not perfect either. I'm sure I've left my underwear on the floor too, but I don't think he would mind finding my underwear on the floor. <laughs> I think that's a woman thing. They're like, seriously, <laughs> boxers? Great. <laughs> Stinky, sticky, hard boxer. No, I'm just kidding. 
Okay. I was going to say, you're getting kind of gross now. <laughs> I'm totally kidding. Sure. Connie recap queen. Cause I think that was it. Wasn't it? Wasn't that everything? Maybe. I don't know. I feel like that's, that's pretty much it. So uh, learn how to, and figure out how to live in harmony with another person. What can you give and take? You know, that's what a relationship is for fun. You know, do Zodiac sign if you can't decide. A Zodiac compatibility test if you can't decide. You know, do opposites attract everybody? We don't know. But it's on a person-to-person basis. But you need to figure out for yourself, are we compatible before you decide to get married and then get divorced because you're not compatible? Thus, why people live in houses together now. And feel free to let us know on our Instagram if you believe in opposites attract or not. Mm-hmm. We always love hearing back from you guys, so let us know. Yeah, we aren't here just to ramble. We want to hear what you have to say, too. No, I'm totally here to ramble. I have nothing else to give. I am a talker. <laughs> Which I'm pretty sure y'all have figured out by now. No! All right, well, thank you guys for tuning in. I'm Rietta. I'm Connie. And thank you for listening. <laughs>